Hello. Today we're just discussing that you have a right to exist in any way you choose, and it doesn't matter where you're at in life. Right? Like, there isn't an exact time that you get to exist more than right now. And there are no should, would, could happens that should get in the way of choosing the life you want to live right now. Let's go. Welcome to season three. Um, I would love to tell you that season three is full of so many twists and turns and craziness that's going to come in. And honestly, it could be. But this podcast is my own personal journal of escaping from what I deemed a life that wasn't really fit for me. And that started in season one, rooted in the fact that my dream had died and I didn't know what my goals were in life anymore. And as we've walked through the valley of what that looks like and everything encompassing, we've been recording. And so I'm excited to be going into season three. I don't know what's in store for us, but I can tell you that from season one to now, every day feels a little bit better and a lot more aligned. So I'm excited that you're here. If you're just finding this today in season three, um, you can go back and find all the past episodes. I started at around the age of 30 recording this podcast um, every weekday, working through this really painful Point in my life and we're just starting into season three and I'm excited to see where we get. It's a whole lot of entrepreneur creative vibes that are going out into this world and the more that I get to experience that the better that I feel. So gear up, load up, and let's all go out and change the world however that looks for us. But more than anything, let's forgive ourselves for our dream dying and start getting back to rebuilding after that. Hey, welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast where we do dreams. Right? Pretty cool. Uh, Let's go ahead and ground ourselves in our greatness, which is just the practice of celebrating ourselves and all the things that we're here on this planet doing, right? Because first, we got to get back into our being to step into the doing. And part of working our way up to the being and the doing (laughs) is believing in ourselves, which is like not something that we intrinsically question, right? Look at little babies. Come on. Babies have no real good reason to believe that they could crawl, walk, talk, eat. 
They come out just like laying around, looking around. That's really all they know how to do. And then they believe that they should crawl and they should do tummy time and get head strength so they don't just keep on flabbing around. It just comes to them. And so we need to get back to that place where this is just an intrinsic knowing that you are this whole beautiful being that is capable of whatever you put your mind to, as crazy as it may seem, right? Like, think about it. Babies come out. They don't really have instruction guides. They aren't going to a whole entire school of like, this is how you say your first word. And this is how you take your first steps. Nope, no master class for babies. They just figure it out. Why? Because people are just breathing all this love and life into them. So let's get back there. Okay? Master class. Here it is. Start speaking it into existence. You are amazing. Let's talk about it more. So my great thing um, has been getting to experience my children kind of taking control of what they want to build for themselves in their living space, um, which is like a whole different level of experience for me. Um, this would be the least or least amount of role that I have played to date of like, nope, I'm in control. This is what we will do. This is the direction we will go. And for their birthday, they asked for money so they could redo their bedroom. And I just got to let it go. Letting it go. And it is, it is hard. Because I've been in control, because I've led so much of this. And so yesterday... We took that first step. They got to go pick out the paint that they will paint their beds with. They found beds that they liked. Um, they definitely rethought when they saw bunk beds. And then we reminded them that that's not a doable bed fashion for their bedroom. And yeah. So they picked the paint for their beds, which is just white, but they also got to pick the comforters and those got ordered and they are so very cool. I'm really excited for them at this point in their life to be creating this for themselves. Um, yeah, I kind of can't wait to see where they take it what they create and just even knowing that they've sort of found this renewed sense of bringing things to life um wanting to bring old things back to life and that's sort of this beautiful thing and so like yesterday we put on our thrift visors which we have and this means that we are going to some thrift stores and finding amazing finds that we couldn't find at regular stores and not even trying to find things at regular stores. And so we found some cool things yesterday, mostly for the shop. I had put it out there to the universe that I was looking for something to hold the paper goods that explain what the shop is and what we're doing. And, um, 
Like, I walk in to the second store that we went to thrift at, and here, like, just right when you turn to walk in, is this beautiful, matching, like, old, probably magazine or book holder, newspaper holder. I don't know what it was, but in the exact same print that my shirt holder is in, right? They have the same um, design, metal design. And I almost just pass out. I'm like, wow, that would look so perfect. And what's cool is the one that the shirt's in is like a cream white, kind of vintage white color. And this one is black, which is really important because most of the, the tables that I put stuff on is just craft paper. And the things that I put my paper goods in, it's also craft paper. And so at the last pop-up that I did, it was just like craft paper on craft paper. It really looked like nothing was even there. And so we needed something like this and I stumbled right upon it. And of course we were there looking for other things. Um, but also knew that I had put that out there. And so we're walking around the store with many different hats, many different vintage shop visors. And I just love that my kids are choosing to find things like that. They're realizing like they're hardly even interested, even though I have explained to them that there are just certain things that we buy new um, or from people we know. But otherwise, most things we can buy used. And so they're finding these amazing new different things that they wouldn't have found otherwise. They're looking in different places and in different ways and trying to reimagine things. And it's really fun to experience with them because even their beds, they were like, well, okay, we like those ones, but that's not the color we would want. So we talked about how they could bring new life to them, how they could change them and make them what they want. Um, yeah. So that's been cool to live through and with them and get to see kind of what their vision is, even though there are some times where I'm like, whoa, whoa, hold on. So yesterday we just really needed to set the, the stage for what it was going to be, what this room was going to be and look like. And that stage looked like getting the bedding because I think that that's going to make just a huge difference in them being able to imagine what this will look like when it all comes together. Because right now it's just sort of loose and hard to nail down, um, but they can do it. I think they just need something a little more in line with what they're looking to do. So excited for their bedspreads and the things that will kind of pull it all together. Excited for them to be putting this vision to works and really excited that <laughs> we get to thrift shop more than usual. And yeah, looking for a couple of key pieces. Um, am looking at transitioning right now in my office. There are two closets. Um, 
one of which is an American Girl doll room, uh, which doesn't have much access because sort of in between there is all the stuff for the shop and sort of leftover office stuff that doesn't belong here. Um, so we'll be transitioning Baylor. We'll keep the American Girl doll room, but we'll transition all of Baylor's things out of what is her closet right now. And that will sort of become different stock test things for local, for obviously my personal brand. And it'll become the catch-all for those things so that this office space becomes much cleaner, more concise, and exact. And so excited for all of that to keep coming to life. I think that it minimizes the space that we're using and utilizing. And yeah, it's really cool. So eventually we need to get some painting done in this office and then throw up the wallpaper and go from there. But that's where we're at right now. Sort of amazing. Definitely exciting to be transitioning and know why we need this space and what it's going to be used for and where everyone is going and what's going to happen and just see how it all comes to life. So that's my great thing. Go ahead and take time for yourself. Recognize yourself for your greatness. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't work, but what if it does? What if it does make a big difference? What if you do start to feel more confident? What if you do start walking towards doing your dreams versus holding yourself back? Maybe it's worth a try. Has hating yourself worked yet? I ask that to myself. And I will answer that for myself. No. It hasn't. And no. It won't. It just won't. So we got to stop doing it to ourselves. Okay. Bum, bum, bum. Here we go. Um, this is the most amazing place that I could show up every single day. I can't, again, imagine life any different. I do a lot of amazing things. I am very blessed in my life to be able to explore so much. And to have explored so much. Like, I don't even know how or why this world exists for me the way that it does. It's crazy. And amazing. And super fun. So... <laughs> You know, I think tapping back into that, continuing to do this frequency work, continuing to get back to that place is just even further expanding my vision for what this is all supposed to be. And I got excited this morning because all of a sudden it was like, these are the concrete things that you'll go talk to people about. And for the longest time, I was like, oh, I don't know how to talk about what I do. Blah, blah, blah. And now it's like, no, I do know how to talk about what I do. And this is what I do. And this is what I'm going to be doing. And here's how I see that playing out this way. And here's how I see that playing out this way. And either way, this is the lane. And 
I've had a lot of cool businesses, business ideas, business things that all lived in theory. And they didn't leave theory, not because I wasn't capable, right? And it'll be the same for you when you come up with whatever that thing is. It doesn't not leave theory because you're not capable. It doesn't leave theory because it's not the right time. Because you don't have the pieces that you need to do that. Because it isn't what you're supposed to do. Or it was what you were supposed to do. That was the full becoming of what that was supposed to be. It was supposed to bring you to the exact place that you're in today. And that's how wonderful it is. Right? That all of these experiences are shaping, molding, and moving you to where you are right now. And where you are meant to go. And while I know that that's not always a easy, fun pill to swallow, I know like seeing businesses that I had built slowly just die inevitably um, was really sad. It at that moment. And as we got better with the understanding of how all of this works, it's sort of just like, Quicken. Quicken the pain. Because it's coming either way. Right? Things that we try, ideas that we have are beautiful and meant to mold us in these amazing ways. Like, I would have thought forever that I would stay at the job that I had. Because... It just sort of fit. It made sense. It was pushing me. It was everything that I wanted it to be. It was cool. It was fun. I was moving up fast. I was talking with super intelligent people all the time. I was making my way forward in this world. And it was a perfect fit. Until I started asking if it was, would this sustain me forever, even if I moved up. And pretty soon I realized that this was sort of serving the ego side of my existence. And once I sort of backed my way out of that, it didn't fit all that well. And it's not that that isn't a great fit for someone else. It just wasn't for me anymore. And I had to stay there in order for me to get where I needed to go. And in order for me to stand firmly in this place where I could believe in me again. And to get to the place that I'm in now, where we're in fuller expansion of self than we have ever been. And yeah, I know that it was weird yesterday when I was like, no, seriously, like, I think I'm pretty sure that I could die. Um, but that's sort of <laughs> where I'm at. Like we got hit with storms and I'm like, whoa, today, 
today it's going to happen. I just said that this morning. Wouldn't that be ironic? Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? A little too ironic. And yeah, I really do think. It's like rain on your wedding day. It's like saying that you're okay to die and you die anyway. I mean, come on. Wouldn't that be crazy? Um, <laughs> but seriously, once we get to this place, I think everything makes sense. And you can see how expansive the world is and how expansive you become. And I can feel myself expanding every day, even when I sort of snap into those lower realities, I can feel myself capable of snapping back and forth in control of that, which is growth in and of itself to a place that we have never been before. And we're doing it even faster. And now, now I can see myself talking and, and moving and doing the things that I want to do because I, I, I fully get it. I get that I am supposed to help dreamers do. I get it. I don't know why. Me? I, I don't know what why all of these things were selected but I know that I have grown a lot and gotten a lot better at actually listening to where I'm being called to how I'm being called there and that's just a major level of growth along with the fact that this is all crazy. And it all started just by asking the question, if I got to choose, what would I choose? And that sort of set off this knowing that choosing was something that I was caught up on. I didn't believe that I could be anything that I wanted. I believed that there was a very specific path that I was capable of living. And I think that that path I could expand to its fullest extent. But dreams weren't something that I deserved anymore. And that's not true. Dreams are the existence of our lives. The reason that people fade away over time is because they have none left. And I began to realize that at 19, I've faded. And at 23, I had almost disappeared. And by... 26, with a kid, 
on the way, I was fading faster than ever before. And I had to decide that I wanted to exist again. That I wasn't meant to just fade away. And neither are you. And even if you're on the other side of that, and maybe you don't have kids or you aren't expanding or you're, it's just you. Like, you deserve to exist. Regardless of all of those life things. You deserve to exist. Whether or not you should or shouldn't be where you are right now, you should. And even if you shouldn't, you are. And I was. Right? Like, I wanted to fight. I wanted to run from it. I wanted to be anything but what I was. Because if I was always trying to be something else, then what was could never really catch me. And who I was could never catch up. Because I was always being something else. I was always ready to be something else. I was always wanting to be something else. And it was a dangerous game to play. And as I began to not exist, it became more vital to exhibit my existence. And that looked like owning a lot of crap that I didn't care about. And that looked like just trying to climb ladders for the pure sake of climbing ladders. That was it. Not really any meaning or or want, just that that's what I was supposed to do, that that's how I had to exist because I couldn't exist the ways that I chose. If I got to choose, I would still be playing or coaching or whatevering, right? Whatever that initial dream was, that was the path that I was supposed to walk. And when that didn't happen, I just started fading. And eventually, I would decide that I deserve to exist, regardless of the reality that I was sitting in. And I think there were like a lot of shoulds and guilt that rode on my shoulders because of the place of life that I was in. Like, where I come from, you're not supposed to exist or shine you are just supposed to it's supposed to be some funny joke that we can't do things because we're just raising kids and that's all that we should do and focus on and be and you know i think that that's a very important role for people to play but that wasn't my dream that is some people's dreams I know multiple people that that is what they want to do. And that is amazing. And we're talking about doing dreams. We're not talking about going and and conquering the world. We're, We're talking about doing dreams. And you doing your dreams and existing in the way that you choose is 
what's most important, right? Is how you change the world. If and when you enter your own light and you are light and you can only become light by choosing light and by choosing the things and the places and the people that you want to be surrounded by, right? And knowing what that is by learning what that isn't. <laughs> yes, some of those blows are taken hard, but you can do it. And in there, we can begin to get really specific about the things that we do want. And then we can begin just being a magnet and asking very specifically for those things and manifesting them like crazy. Right? Even better than you could imagine. Creating worlds that you couldn't even have put into words. Right? Even if you dreamt as wildly as you could, you couldn't have imagined where you are now. Yeah. And it all starts from that point of deciding you deserve to exist. Deciding that you get to create this life because you do. And so if you have children, you can exist in that way and, on and only do that and love every second of that and create that reality around yourself. If you don't, then you can love every second of that and create whatever reality you want. And do you deserve to exist either way? Yes. And should you exist in a certain way because of a certain age that you're in or because of a certain sex that you are because of a certain should that's been put on you yeah no you get to choose how to exist and i know that that is a hard one to break down and i would say it is even more difficult uh if you sort of come from a similar background to mine which is very lower middle class very midwestern <laughs> very um, scarce, inevitably. And if that is your background, then there are a whole lot of shoulds. Should look like this. Should be at this place in life right now. Should be doing this. Should focus on children only and only build their dreams. Should take care of this should do this, like, let's get rid of those. Let's find our own. And part of the coursework is obviously helping people walk through those and undo those so they can get to the root of how they want to exist and why and where and with who. Whom? Probably whom. And with whom? 
right? And we can get that specific and we can ride those wavelengths into a whole new frequency of being. And pretty soon you get to a place where you're excited to talk about the things because you get the full picture. You get the full vision of where you're going and how you're going to get there for the first time in a very long time. And it all seems really easy when there are concrete, specific paths that you could follow to get to those dreams. But where there aren't, right? And sometimes these lie more in like creative instances in fields where there aren't those things it takes a lot more of things like this of creating your own path and stating what it is that you want very specifically as always you're smart you're strong you're beautiful what are you gonna do change the world Hey, thank you so much for listening. If you're still here, go ahead and check us, me, it's just me, out on (laughs) all of our socials. I post every day, uh, post with some inspirational, I don't know, quotes and movements, um, definitely on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us at The Death of a Dream, also on LinkedIn, but I think that's just me. It's just Hannah Ness, Um, but you can check out kind of some daily encouragement to go down, chase your dreams, and live your best life. You can always check back here in the show notes for anything that we might have talked about at some point in the show, anything that I'm creating at this given point. I won't necessarily talk about it on the podcast every single day, but you can always find what I'm working on in the show notes. So thank you so much for listening. You, all of you, whether you listen to one episode, five minutes or five seconds, make a difference to me. And I couldn't be here doing this work if no one listened at all. So every person over one is just a bonus. And I feel extremely grateful to be a part of your day. Thank you.